Hello, and welcome to the Overcomers Podcast. I am your host, Bridget Brown. I am a licensed clinical social worker, a pastor, and a stage four cancer overcomer. I am a wife, a mom, and a proud Afro-Latina. But most importantly, I am an overcomer. Welcome back, fellow overcomers. I want to thank you for taking this time out for yourself to just sit and listen to this podcast. I want to thank all the listeners that are coming on every week. The countries that have been added, we have um, Australia that was just added to the the, the listeners from around the, the world. It's so exciting to see that. I want to thank um, those that are sending in their testimonials. I have um, a few people who have a random people that I have no connections to that have come across the podcast and have shared their healing journeys and are so thankful and grateful for this space. So I want to encourage you all to continue tuning in, to keep sharing, uh, liking our Facebook and Instagram pages, the Overcomers Podcast. Um, Follow us on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Audible, Apple Music, oh no, Amazon Music. And just join in. It's it's, it's exciting to be used um, as a vessel to just kind of set the stage for people. Um, Today, you're in for a treat um, as we continue to unravel um, the many layers of our healing. I uh, wanted to talk today on self-sabotage and what that looks like when when we show up into our relationships and into our jobs and into um, intimate, semi-intimate spaces with, with people, but how self-sabotage um, shows up and steals the opportunity for us to be our authentic selves in um, our relationships. And it also steals the opportunity for us to stand in our power and, and, and to take our power back in order for us to accept ourselves where we are and, and our inner selves, right? As social beings, we tend to you know, you may downplay who you are, you may um, hide some of your shine, um, you may be surrounded by people who don't mean you any good, who may be envious or or jealous, or and, and even that is usually a root of um, intimidation, right? Or they feel that they would love to be where you are, even though you may see yourself as not being where you need to be yet, but other people may view you as you've arrived and instead of them gleaning from you, they they try to sabotage and they try to um, stop you from getting to that point. Um, if you're not aware of that, 
right? And if you're not strong in who you are and your sense of self, what will happen is you'll begin to self-sabotage and you fall right into that toxic cycle and pattern um, that you are wanting to get out of. Um, but with with this process that we're going through and our healing process, um, I think it's important for us to be aware that our particular emotional baseline was based around chaos, right? So those of you who have experienced trauma, and all of us have experienced some level of it, um, when you grow up in, in like toxic environments or toxic neighborhoods, or you're always around, um, a level of, of, um, of negativity around you. Um, what you'll find is that your body is always heightened and it's always in this hypervigilant state. So your baseline, your emotional baseline is already kind of set. So if you are always, Yelling. Oh, so I'm going to use myself as an example. When I was um, living at home, you know, being Latina, we got loud mouths. And anyone who knows me knows that I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big mouth anyway. So in our home, we used to always just yell. Um, it was just part of our culture and our, our norm in our, home, in our home was that we always talked loud. It was semi-tone deaf, right? Because when you're always yelling, you're, you're always in this certain level of volume in your head. So what ended up happening was that I get married and um, whenever I used to talk to my husband, one, I, I was always an emotional talker. I talk with my hands. I always talk loud. I was always big and dramatic. And I remember, I, I and that was my, um, that was my personality when I was upset, when I was happy, when I was sad, it was just always big and dramatic. So one day my husband and I are not on good terms and we're having a disagreement and it wasn't even a disagreement for me to get loud and stuff, but because that's what I was used to, um, I was always talking loud and he would always shut out, um, whenever I, um, got to this level of, of, of my volume and my voice. And one day he just said, in this monotone level, Bridget, why are you yelling? And I wasn't even like upset yelling. I was just dramatic yelling. And he said, why do you always have to speak in such a loud tone? And he realized um, early on anyway, that that's just how we all talked. So he, he stopped being offended a long time ago and just realized that um, this chick needs to just lower her voice and she needs to learn how to speak in a calm voice. Now, it probably wouldn't sound very, you probably wouldn't tune in if you heard me always yelling in a loud tone. Um, so I had to learn how to speak in this tone. And um, my baseline, my emotional baseline was just that. It was dramatic. It was loud. And, and sometimes it was toxic. Uh, you know, we didn't have any real boundaries. Even the way I interacted with my sisters were, was always very, um, um, aggressive. It was always aggressive. It was always physical, verbal, um, fighting. I mean, and that's just what it was because we were from New York. 
<laughs> um, but that was my baseline, right? So now as I'm I'm healing, right, and I'm going through my journey, I realized that wait a minute, like this is not even very healthy. Like it's not okay for us to not respect people's boundaries and to talk to people out of their names and and to just take advantage and always be watching your back and stuff like that. So I had to realize that this new version of what I was moving into was very unknowing. Like I didn't know how to um, be this new me. So at times I used to downplay myself and I used to um, hide who I really was. And I'm sure many of you are probably being faced right about now with that same kind of um, decision is, wait, I'm kind of used to who I was, even though I wasn't okay with where I was, but this was all I knew. And now I'm being taught different terms and different options um, and a different way that doesn't feel familiar for me. And I just want to normalize that this type of, um, transition is very normal and it's not for you to be afraid, but as you continue to deepen yourself in this new version of what you're becoming, you are going to be able to harness this new person. And then, like I said before, it, it might cause, for some relationships to 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 stop to pause um because right now you're learning your voice you're learning how to set your own boundaries you're learning what you really like and you're learning how to show up within you know your relationships so you know it's a great opportunity to stand as as a living witness um, even for the younger generations um, of kids, as they see the transformation of what gener healing generational trauma looks like and healing within my own wounds um, that were covered up and now these wounds are open and they're uncovering and it's healing and it's helping um, for my soul healing, but also it's going to start changing the trajectory of those that are around you and those that are watching. Now, when it comes to self-sabotage, it's important for you to be mindful of the fact that if your belief system is still negative and, you know, a couple of episodes behind, we did talk about what these, um, Belief, negative belief systems is the foundation of our subconscious and it's the the motor words that are kind of happening under underneath um, everything that we're creating and whatever is underneath that motor word is 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 what's propelling you um, forward so if they're positive belief systems then you're gonna manifest positive outcomes. But usually when you're stuck with the negative, and again, when you have trauma, there's layers of, of, of healing that takes place. And there's also time that has to take place in order for you to implement 
the changes that you're learning. So in this space that we're in with self-sabotage, we have to understand that these ruminating thoughts that are happening and staying stuck inside of us, um, we tend to talk ourselves into whatever it is that those thoughts are saying. And ruminating thoughts are essentially excessive and intrusive thoughts that are negative um, and they're based on our experiences and our feelings. So these thoughts, they, they invade our whole mental space and only keep you in that traumatic space. But when you're moving out of the traumatic space, um, if you're not careful, those ruminating thoughts will be your self-sabotage because you're negative about a positive outcome that you want. So a person with a history of trauma may be unable to stop thinking about the trauma, for example, while a person with depression may persistently think negative and self-defeating thoughts, you have to realize that moving out of this like funnel and vortex of negative thought pattern thinking is, is going to take more of you being more present, more conscious, more aware of your body, um, more sensitive about how you react and are you and you're triggered. Um, because if you keep reacting, like I used to react with, you know, yelling and, 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 um, you know, be becoming aggressive physically or verbally. Um, what happens if, if, if I, you, if I would have kept reacting that way, I would never have learned how to have a monotone tone, how to have some emotional intelligence and expression. And this is um, very important when moving out of self-sabotage and owning your power. Um, I, I, I like to think, right, if I can like put this in, um, in an understanding manner, uh, the cancer journey that I went through kind of created this little glitch within me and everything seems like, um, hyper sensitive as far as, um, being sensitive about being present, being sensitive about, um, how fragile life is and my spidey senses always feel like they're heightened. So I'm, I'm, I'm realizing that that feeling is not a bad feeling because it's allowing me to be sensitive to where I'm feeling it in my body and then tuning into how I react. It's actually helping me to heal and give space for those memories, right? And those uh, tragic situations that have um, created our current mindset. So I learned that growing up, I've always been extremely verbal. Like I said, I was always speaking my mind. I mean, all that's in it. And it's, um, I always owned my decisions and my direction. I didn't realize that at the time when I was growing up, that that part of me was always the cause of me being isolated by others because people didn't understand like my superpower and people didn't understand the fact that, yeah, I am extremely sensitive and I do talk a lot. I have a loud, um, 
laugh. Um, and I, I, I realized that I was quieting myself because I was trying to fit in to the narratives that other people had. But when I followed those narratives, it nearly killed me. You know, we die inside in silence when we don't reveal who we really are. And I want you to start getting used to this new person that you're transforming into and that you're growing into. I learned that I'm different. I'm uniquely made. I was created to tell the story. Um, I was created to carry this message, to heal and 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 to and to heal others. How how do you heal wounds when you hide them under bandages and gauzes, right? Some deep wounds have to be opened and and you have to allow that fresh air of time to heal them. Um, and so I'm calling you out of hiding right now and I'm challenging you to allow these wounds to be exposed. Yes, I know it's going to be very difficult to be vulnerable and open because now you're in protective mode. You know, what if this person, you know, steps on me or what if this person pokes too deep? What if this person causes my wound to bleed again? I know. Deep wounds have to be open to allow the fresh air of time to heal them. I can't stress that enough. And I was a part of this Facebook group, right? They kindly removed me from it because it was a group about self-image and being free to be in your skin. But I noticed that every time I posted about myself as I was encouraging, I was encouraged to do so and I was encouraging other people. The administrator always sent me a message in Messenger to change my narrative. And I'm like, change my narrative? This is a self-image group, you know what I mean? So I took myself off of that group and I continue to post and I continue to speak as I feel led. And I, I think it was important for me to like own that moment because had I been turned away and turned off from even posting a post in a group, I would never have opened myself up to like putting my my story out to the world and my 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 journey out to the world, even within this podcast. So that's why I really value and I thank you all for really coming in and giving yourself the opportunity to 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 listen, to heal, and to grow. And the revelation in that is this. Don't allow your story to be stifled by people who have not yet released their own wounds or who have not opened up enough to speak their narrative. You keep speaking yours in your own words. I always used to say, you know what? Whenever people was talking stuff, I was the first one to reiterate in my words what I did or what I didn't do. And sometimes in, in, in that process, I learned that some things, it doesn't even matter to validate, right? Because at the end of the day, people who are toxic or people who, who really envy you and who are really jealous of you, they don't really care about what you say because their narrative for them is their narrative. 
And sometimes we allow people to keep us bound up in boxes that don't fit us anymore. So although you are on this lonely road by yourself, at least you have your dignity and truth to stand in and to live in. And I am who I am. My scars of where I came from don't define me and they don't define who I am right now. They add to me. But there's no need to be ashamed. There's no need to be feel guilty. No need to feel exposed or or bad because people are going to be people, right? The focus is not people. I want you to take all that energy that I put in to other people's perspective of me and and I want you to take all that energy that you're putting out of yourself and I want you to just bring it on in to your to you. I want you to harness all that energy right within you because there is no need for you to be ashamed or need to prove yourself or to be validated outside of yourself. Um, learning how to sit right now in all this amazing self-love and amazing validation and and just giving it, even as I speak, that I feel my whole body just receiving all that love that I'm giving myself and it's growing and it's my light that I am choosing to give right back into the spaces that need the healing wound, right? When you speak in your own words, you own your own stage, you shine your light, be brave, have courage. And I want to encourage you to tell your story in your own words. Someone is needing to be free from what you have to say. I love Dr. Brene Brown. Oh my goodness. If you have an opportunity to listen to Atlas um, of um, Atlas of Love in, um, wait, Atlas of the Heart. Let me just be clear. Atlas of the Heart on HBO Max. I encourage you to listen to her. But she says, when we deny the story, it defines us. When we own our story, we can write a new brave ending. So it doesn't matter how you started. It doesn't matter what you've been through. It doesn't matter what was taken from you or what didn't happen or what was neglected. I mean, we can go back and and regret and be upset and unforgiving in so many areas. But right now we we want to release all the unforgiveness. We want to release all the the regret and 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 you know, we want to grieve it. Like I said last week, we do have to make space for those things that we didn't receive. But I want you to sit and own your power. I want you to sit and know how amazing you are and how valuable, how much value you bring to this world. And it's a shame that we waste so much time trying to fit in a box, trying to fit in a bubble that is not 
it cannot contain all that we are and the light that we that we hold. Our light is for us to shine and then it shines out. But who have you given your power away to? I want to ask you, who has your power right now, right? What experiences have caused you to lay in this hole and who has stunted your growth? I, and I get it. Some things happened um, to us as children that we didn't really have any control over and we didn't even ask for it. I, listen, I can cry a million rivers for you right now in that space. Because as children, innocent children, we don't have any power over the experiences that happen to us, right? But where did you leave your dignity, your self-worth, your self-confidence, your self-esteem? How old were you when you woke up to this reality that you are no longer innocent? I know for me, I was 20 years ago, I mean, I just read a journal entry. I didn't even realize how powerful I was 20 years ago. I was only 20, 23 years old, right? And I wrote this powerful, powerful journal entry that hopefully um, in the future I'd be able to share because um, I think it's going to be so powerful in showing how the cycles that we are born into and the foundation that build um, our foundation, it shows up in our relationships. So I'm definitely going to dedicate a segment just on on daddy issues and um, how you show up um, in your marriage um, because of that. But for me, 20 years ago, when I wrote this entry, and I just went back to it, um, I realized like, wow, I had, um, a lot of awareness back then still. And I was so innocent at 23 years old when I realized, wow, I had not, I'm not, my innocence was taken from me and I didn't realize how vital it was for me at that time, at 23, I needed it. But that was how old I was when I realized like the innocence of trusting people, the innocence of um, just being so free and carefree. You know, the way children look when they're at the park or they're riding their bikes and, and they're playing. I mean, just love seeing children playing and their innocence being so, so free. And then, you know, how old were we when we woke up to the reality that we were no longer innocent? And at which point in, in our lives did we realize that the fragments of who we were was left right in that space? And I mean, take a breath right there. Because when we can sit and realize that fragments and pieces of us is left in those areas in those time frames in our life that is different it could have been when we were babies it was probably in our developmental stage in the preteen stage <clears throat> in our young adult stage whatever part 
of you was left in that space. That's what you need to make space for because you're powerful and you have the authority now to take your power back, to pick up your fragmented pieces from that space and fill it with the love and the the power that you're harnessing, the light that you have within you right now, right? To stand in your truth and to share your own story to yourself first, right? And then when you share your story to yourself first, then you can choose to share it with those who are worthy to hear it. It's time for you to know that you are still worthy, regardless of what your situation has been. And you are loved. Um, and you are usual, usable. And you are not broken. Um, and so shifting from the mind frame of our experiences that that did break us right that did fragment us um and moving into who you are becoming now is important like i've stated before healing is not linear and you go and you can't just go in a straight line it's not that way it doesn't work that way it's more like a zigzag like a heartbeat monitor it goes up and down and all around but you gain awareness during your zigzags the deeper you go into the root the more awareness you you get the more understanding you have and the more patience and and self-love you can give yourself in that space um and you know what sometimes that self-love and care just looks like crying and grieving and just sitting in it and and connecting with that space within you. Um, and again, that's just one layer. You have other layers, but don't allow it to debilitize you to the point where you cannot move forward. Don't look at your healing or all the work that you have um, missed um, or, or look at it as a failure Know that you are right where you need to be. And it's important for you to just sit back and assess your patterns, right? Assess how your um, self-sabotaging is showing up. Um, and, and it's based on how you're perceiving yourself. You have to know that in all of this, you are still good. You are still worthy. And you are walking it out. So no wallowing in, in uh, around in memories of yesterday. We, we're, we're making space for that, right? But you also have to understand that in making space for it, we have to, we have to move from here. Um, so no need to continue to self-sabotage. Set yourself up and hold your head up high with your dignity and know that, yeah, you made mistakes, but you've owned it. That's the lesson. We get the lesson. What can you take away from your experiences? What resilience did we show by overcoming these experiences? Because you're here for a reason and you're still standing. Again, tattered and broken, but you're still standing. I'm not talking about the people and what they think of you. I'm talking about what is your takeaway and what do you say and believe 
it's time for us to detach from the self-sabotaging perspective and from what people say or what they're even saying. Because let me tell you, people have had their perspective of me and I've gotten to the point that it, it, the, the, the breath, the amount of air that it takes to even convey truth to them is not even worth it because they're not able to comprehend and hear the truth because they're going to hear whatever it is that they want to hear. So let me just harness all that right within myself and grab your dignity back from that space and let's use it for us today. And this is the art of acceptance, the art to make beauty out of something so tragic, right? But what did you gain about yourself through all of this, out of that experience? And not from the motor words that we keep believing, right? But from the truth that resides in your life right now. What is the fruit of your life right now that you can honestly say one positive thing? And I know you have more than one, but just for the sake of ha-has, let's just say one. Let's just talk about one awesome, proud moment that you have. And let's build off of that. Let's move away from the guilt from the regret and from the shame right now. And let's just sit with that accomplishment. Like for me, the fact that I'm owning my own words and just sitting in in a, in this space, everything that I'm saying to you is honestly everything that I'm living and walking out. Please believe that I make space to cry and to grieve. And sometimes it just comes out of nowhere. But guess what? As I make space for that and I release that, I take on new knowledge, a new understanding, and a new perspective so that I can walk it out and move away from this space. And I'm just feeling so courageous. I'm feeling so confident, um, even through the fear, because the fear, again, like we said, lives with us and walks with us. But confronting that fear is extremely important. And because of that, I was able to go back to this journal entry from 20 years ago that I realized was the root of where it all started for me. And and I, I'm thankful that I was able to read that and sit with it. Whereas before, when I wrote it, I just wrote it and just put it away and this is, I wrote that 20 years ago for me right now. Um, let's sit in what we learned about ourselves. And whatever it is that we put our mind to do, do it. I learned that I have strength. I'm sure you have strength too. I learned that I never quit on myself or those that I'm connected to. I'm sure you have that same experience too because you're here listening in. I learned that I am a good person from my core and that I'm honest and I am integral, which is probably the opposite of what others think of me. But it's not about what others think. It's about what I think of me. And this journey has been exactly like this for me. The depths of digging to the root has been a bit much for me. And honestly, extremely overwhelming. But since I no longer fit into the space that I outgrew, 
I am not alone in this process. I know that you also are feeling these words resonating in your soul, in your spirit, in your heart. But I want to leave you with this. And I want you to just sit with this last thought that I want to leave you with. And the homework for today is just going to be for you to pick out the positive aspects that you have of yourself, of your situation. And if you can list five, then let's list five. I know that our negative um, perspective is much longer, but we're not focusing on the negative. I just want you to take the positive five things that you have going for yourself right now. And if you can't get to five, that's fine. Do one. But take that one And I want you to just sit with that this week. And I want you to feel what that positive accomplishment, that positive thought, that positive word. Maybe you are always depressed. And this one day you just got out of bed and walked to the kitchen. Guess what? That is a positive outcome that you've done. You've gotten out of the bed and you've walked to a different room. I will take that. And I want you to take that and I want you to build from that because maybe next time you walk from the kitchen to the front door or maybe you walk around the street on your block or maybe you go for a walk at the park. But whatever it is that you're doing, you're still doing something. You are not alone. Let me leave you with this last thought. May we return to our bodies And have the courage to reconnect to our hearts over and over and over again. And I want you to recite this. May we return to our bodies and have the courage to reconnect to our hearts over and over and over again. Until next time. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of the Overcomers Podcast. Please like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Overcomers Podcast. Until next time, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. And the God of peace himself sanctify you wholly, spirit, soul, and body.